0: Good. Welcome uh, to attention. Welcome to attention wrestling. This order show number two, first show of the new year. I am RJ Show. The whole show, nothing but the show. I'm still going with it. Got Chuck. Got Rod. But um, tonight's all about Mr. Brody Lee, the exalted one. So to get things started, before we really get into everything, we're doing our ten bell salute. Also, in honor of other, uh, you know, people who passed as well, but you know, especially this is one's for you, Brody Lee. To Brody Lee, everybody.
1: That was right. our, our right. favorite wrestler, Brody Lee. Nah, it's it's very sad that he uh, died way too soon.
2: All right. It's it's been yeah. officially a week now. Hasn't? It? It's been officially a week. It's been a week. It was last week. It was this time last week. Yep. Oh shit!
0: Well, it was Saturday. You're
2: right. I'll never forget.
0: Yep. I was. I, I just listened to. Um, Eric Rowan doing a podcast, or Eric Redbeard, as he goes by now, doing a podcast, I think it was Chris Van Vliet, and then I think I was about to start watching, I started watching one of the Brody Lee AEW uh, unrestricted interview, and then I saw your post, Rod, and I'm just like, you know, I was in utter disbelief.
2: Right? Like that I had everybody. Three people
0: text me
1: congruently that it happened, and that's what I texted you right away, Jay, and pretty much messaged yeah. you right away. But I think you had already seen it already, Rod. By that Yeah, point. my
2: phone, like within like, in, like five minutes of that happening, my phone yeah. was
1: blowing up. Me too. Everybody. I'm I like, was just like, What it? the fuck? Exactly. It was like what the hell? Like this is a shame. Right. And then and no, it's just I would say it's a shame because like we were all like just discussing recently, like among us yeah. like, personal conversations, like what is Brody coming back? You know, I know he was injured, yeah. you know, he's due for a push and then it wound up yeah. like, that wound up being his last match with the match. So I
0: have to thank you, Rod. Because um being in the fantasy league, I got to
2: use I got to have Brody Lee on my uh team. Oh yes, he did. We'll so, you'll be the last person ever in my league to ever use him. That's a fair point.
0: And uh, I'm, I'm, I am I'm, guess I'm proud that I got the, that opportunity to have him on that's my awesome. uh, team. Yeah.
1: Would he have gotten uh, got appearance points this week if we are still going with the, the promos and stuff? Well, Not that's, it, that's a degenerate comment from me. Only yeah, one. I don't uh, think uh, that. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, about, about that. Hey, it's not as bad as stuff I've seen on, on the internet with it. No, so I
2: agree. Far. I agree. It, are, yo, some people would actually have found what you said funny compared to some of that other crap I've showed you. I yeah. gotta stop and jump
0: in on that right now because you know what? This man was a a, 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 lovable, a loving human being, a loving father, a husband, a, a great influence to many people in the business. How dare those uh, those internet trolls do that shit, man. That's like... That was so for, it, man. Trolls don't
1: know shit. They're, they're, they're just that. They're trolls, and they're stupid. It's like, it's
2: like, it's like what, you didn't get enough attention from mommy and daddy, so this is how you wanted to get attention now by doing dumbass crap like that? Like, it's... It,
1: it's what kind of... It, it just shows how people's upbringings are. You're a product of your environment's and that's all it is. Like it's like the whole.
0: What kind of fucking human being are you, though? I mean,
1: same human is where Rod made that post before about um Jordan Grace people unfriending us of gender, which is the most, that's like, the fucking thing I ever heard about. Uh, ignorance,
2: life. man. Ignorance, dude. Like I said, man. People like that. I wish we could have just left in twenty twenty. I wish we could have left people like that in twenty twenty.
1: Too bad we can't. Um, but no, like like that whole like I'll be honest with you guys. Like I'm. Like when I had the coffee house and we were doing the open mic nights, like I had a big following of like that community, the LBGTQ community. Like that was half our clientele for those open mics. Like, like that was who we attracted, and like I yeah. got really friendly with a lot of those people, and like I got in really tight with that little like group. <clears throat> so like when people are actually that judgmental, ignorant, that actually like legitimately pisses me off, and like I almost take it personally because like I, it's
0: just like you no. Know, like... I...
2: Who cares, I mean, like, what your race is, what your sexual orientation is? Who cares? You're a person. We're people, man. We're people. You know? It's 2021. It was still, like, discussing yeah. this. It, 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 when is it going to be enough? Yeah. I mean, we exactly. just
1: went through a year of um, how many riots over the Black and Blue Lives Matter? How many of those? I'm not going to get into that too much. I'm just making the point. Yeah.
2: No, I can just
1: You know what I mean? Like, I think the problem is that people just aren't, educated enough or they don't want to be educated enough like as far as I'm concerned when it comes to all of that stuff what we need to be doing as people is we need to be listening to those who need the support we're never going to understand it. You may not understand it but you need to listen to those yeah and support them
0: it's kind of like and um, I'm not I don't remember who this person was but I mean I know we're talking about Brody Lee but because of the whole thing that you saw about Jordan Grace I mean it's like with uh, that comment, when you and I were doing our, you know, like part kind of our precursor to what we're doing now, and someone made a comment, you know, of and calling Nyla, you know, and said a bad comment about Nyla Rose, and I was just like, why is this person even in this conversation That's to tough. talk badly about yeah. someone? Like, you know, Nyla Rose is an incredible wrestler. She's an amazing talent. And let's and that. Who cares if she was one?
1: I care. Who cares if she was a once a guy and now a girl? Right. Cares? Let I it don't, Yeah, exactly. She is an amazing talent. That's like she people running up against me because the singer is now a, a she. You know, like because they got a lot of flack left that. They lost a lot of fans for that because the singer against me is now a she, and that was a whole thing.
0: Life of agony. Uh, ignorance
2: of people means song. And it's,
0: yeah, I, I just you know what, this is a new year. I mean, it, I you know, it's just stuck that like you're never gonna escape ignorance, no matter how hard you try.
1: That's the world we live in and we live in a unfortunately in a, I'm again, I'm not trying to get too into political with this, but Yeah, yeah, a, yeah,
0: same here, but you know, I'm, gonna, I'm
1: gonna say what I have to say. We live in a world where the way politics is, the way people think we're we're designed to be divided. And like whenever whenever and this was my personal pain again, I'm not trying to get too political, but I think a lot of political leaders want that division because it yeah. suits their grander agendas. Again, that's just opinion. I'm not gonna go past that, but yeah, that's that's what I gather. It's like, like, like the, we're, we're designed to be divided. That's the problem with our country.
0: Well, let me ask you a question to kind of change and to kind of go to something yeah, I yeah, wanna yeah, talk about.
1: You yeah, wanna get into um, we'll get Now, this.
0: Brian Myers, after seeing Raw, and I was a little annoyed too, but then I thought about it a little bit more? Um, you know when Raw is the first show of the week to to air content, and as we know, Brody Lee, A.K.A. John Huber, A.K.A. Luke Carver, Harper, 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 Harper was uh, was a uh, a talent of uh, World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE, and uh-huh. so you know we didn't and that, but and. We also know that after AEW made the tweet, after I think Amanda Huber um, made the tweet about uh, her husband, John Huber, um, you know, AEW put the, uh, I don't know the exact order, but I know it was the AEW tweet I that we all saw. Yeah. You know, WWE superstars started to follow suit. And, and it also seemed like when it, came to WWE brass, like, um, making comments. To me, in my opinion, I almost thought Vince's comment seemed forced because it's like, oh, all my other guys are doing it. I have to say something because he didn't say something right away. It was like the next day.
1: I have thoughts on the whole thing. On the one side, I like Brian Myers. My buddy's, like, personal friends with him. So, like, I hear his well, you didn't even
0: explain what you mean because we didn't even explain what that means yet.
1: That's touche, so we'll touch on that. But my point is, I think, but I will say this. Actually, we'll. we'll, we'll go, you know what? You go on. I'll, I'm jumping ahead of you. Carry on.
0: Okay, so, well, you know, there's that. Um, so, and we all know that AW was going to push, which they did. They pushed their big event, their New Year's event, their two-night uh, night event, to the following week to do this amazing, what was an amazing tribute for I uh, Brody Lee and I you know and it uh oh it just says the meeting has a time limit I don't know if we're nope we're, we're, we're we're, nope, nope
1: we're good we love this okay there, so yeah, anyway they
0: lift, no, they, I'm just saying they I got a, got a note about it no anyway. they
1: lifted the time limit ban it was supposed to be 40 minutes okay oh cool and we're good so
0: anyway all right so you know um and we're definitely going to talk about that but you know, Raw did their thing. They had a quick picture of John as uh, Brody Lee, uh, which, uh, you know, WWE Universe, know him as Luke Harper, you know, kind of, kind of sticking
2: to that's that. As a matter of fact, every, every, if you think about every show, WWE was seen, was doing it. Like, Main Event did it, NXT did it, SmackDown did it, NXT UK I didn't see did it. it, on it. NXT. I didn't see it on NXT. Oh, yeah, that's, it started the show, you Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I watched this week. I saw the. I,
2: I think to, um people's uh, problem was he didn't get a ten bell salute, and I think yeah. the obvious opinion was, like the reason why because he wasn't in the company at the time. He's with AEW and <laughs> they did there. so you know, like the whole people getting upset about him not getting a ten bell salute. Well, nothing against um Harper Brody Lee with however you want to know him by. But he wasn't. He was in the rival company,
1: regardless.
2: So it right. wasn't.
1: But even still, even but still, going. But they still right the
2: did. Thing. Yeah. But they still did the. You know, like at the beginning of every show this week. You know, and, um, yeah. I and every I wrestler.
1: Him. Yeah, and every wrestler within the co- a lot of wrestlers in the company yeah. did their own we little, little stuff. stuff. Yes. yes, but Brian Myers.
0: You know what Rod was talking about. You know, is uh, you know, with people getting like upset. Brian Myers. Uh, who was a WWE talent and is now an impact uh, wrestler, he made a comment that, you know, how WWE didn't do a video package and all that stuff. But when you think about it, and then, you know, people were commenting, oh, yes, they did this and this. um, Wrestlers and even uh, the announcers did their own little things, like Drew McIntyre, Tom Phillips, uh,
2: Xavier Woods, they all had their own little tributes and shout outs. Brody Lee, and he's got more too. Like on, like I don't know if anybody watched um the uh, Raw actor show. I don't know on the I don't know if anybody they they did stuff on there too. Yeah, and so here's the
0: thing though, right? So in a way, it's like you're he works for AEW. He had a huge impact on AEW, as you know their their whole mentality is a little different from WWE. The you know, the way they do things and, you know, the way the locker room is and that whole atmosphere. I mean, I I know, like, you know, everywhere you go is like a family, but, you know, the way you see how, like, everyone was close in AEW and how the locker rooms are very different from AEW and WWE. And, and um, anyway, so they, so in a way, I mean, he worked for that company and we, everyone knew, I'm sure even Vince, knew, like, okay, they're going to do their thing. Maybe he didn't want to step
1: on their toes. Who knows? You we know. were, All I know is, in my opinion, again, WWE did their due diligence. Yeah. They they honored him at the beginning of their shows. Yeah, they didn't do the yeah. title, so they didn't do a video package. But every wrestler, well, not every, but a lot of them, had their little flair to memorize Brody. And also, too, love it and hate it. It doesn't matter if you're a fan of WWE or AEW or whatever you feel. It's it's not. It wasn't WC, WWE's job or responsibility. No, love it. To it do the, the, the farewell to to do the um tribute package because he wasn't th- that wasn't his employer at the time of his death. AEW, nope. exactly. AEW respected him enough to do a package, and they did it because he was their employer and they had high value for him. Yeah, I mean, and, it was more than WWE the... employees still it would have been on WWE to have done the package. If you notice, they only do video packages for wrestlers that are actually employed by their company at the time of their death. Yeah, I mean,
0: like, Pat Patterson obviously was a big... Yeah,
2: either you have to be employed, or if you're not employed with them, you're not with no one else. Like Shad Gaspar, for example, he wasn't employed, you know, when they did their their, uh, tribute to him. He wasn't employed with, like, AEW, for example, or Impact or Ring of Honor or anything like that. Well, he was a free agent. Part,
1: it, it could be. that's Well, that's part of it. It's, again, because, you know, WWE – AEW could always have turned around and ceased yeah. on that. But, obviously, they wouldn't in that taste That would be really poor tasting to do. But they could. But the point of it was that it wasn't WWE's responsibility no. to provide that service. It was AEW's. Had he All still been right. with WWE yes. and they didn't do something, yeah. then – it would have been like okay, like Brian Myers comments would yeah, have disgust in my opinion. I like Brian Myers, like I What did
0: Impact do? What did Impact do? So now Brian Myers know, to, They did it. I don't remember I don't believe they did any, you know, thing in the beginning. Um, it was like yeah, the New Year's show. It was probably
2: yeah. recorded. Yeah, it was. But but they but didn't have right a too. At all. I do um I do want to I do want to um uh, say something right now, and when this gets posted on Facebook, it just ruffles feathers. I really don't care. Anybody who gets upset that AEW won the Raiders War this week can go straight to hell. I don't care. This wasn't yeah. about the Raiders War this week. Nope. This wasn't about which show was better. This this week was about Brody Lee. This wasn't about oh well, who's gonna win the Raiders War this week? Who's gonna win the Wednesday Night yeah. War this week? That that is not what this week was about. Anyone yeah. who gets upset by it can go straight to hell. I don't care who I offend with that. i do not yeah. gonna offend anybody it, with that. Even like it, die Hard WWE fanboys, and if they are gonna get offended, they need to evaluate them. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that, that, I told a few. I told quite a few people that. That's how I felt. Cause you know, as, I'm sure if you look, you're gonna find one or two people who gets by her. Oh, I keep the AEW one this week. Like, who cares? This wasn't about that. It
0: wasn't. A, yeah, exactly. This was the that tribute.
2: Memory
1: of Luke, of Brody Lee, John Huber, yeah. Luke Harper, whatever you want to call him. However, you identify with John Huber is how you identify with him. Yes. We're we're all mourning his death. Everybody is. So, no matter what promotion you're as a wrestler, like Brian Myers is an Impact guy. He was impacted
2: by it. He was dear friends. Yeah. With right. I think Ring of, Hon- Ring of Honor is going to probably do something for him at some point because you know these episodes wasn't even taped. So you know who was, uh, did twelve belts for You know did one MLW. Yes, yeah, they actually showed the um, AEW tribute show on um they did? Fusion. Yep, instead of oh, like cool. a, 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 a it, yeah. Well.
1: I know to a point MLW has some pseudo-working relationship with AEW. Yeah,
2: they, they,
0: because, uh, you know, they do, like, wrestling. Like, they use each other start, like, Havoc. When Havoc was employed by AEW, he was also working with MLW. MJF yep. was kind of – Brian Pullman to Jr. Too. Yeah, Brian Pullman Jr. as well. But, um, so, yeah, they have kind of a partnership, so to speak. But it seems like – and that that's our next show – yeah kind of a segue into that of uh, crossovers, which we we're going to talk about, the crossovers of 2020 that have happened but um yeah or maybe, but anyway, this is about uh, Berdie Lee, but you know what but my, the, what I was trying to say is it's just like do you believe that by Brian Myers doing what he did, do you think it kind of makes it makes kind of look
1: bad? I, I, this is my opinion. I like Brian Myers. I've heard very nice things about him as a person in real life. I, yeah. like, and I have friends who are personal friends and would say he's a good guy and is really down to earth about stuff, and I believe that. But a comment yeah. like that makes him come off like a bitter ex employee. Yeah. A lot of every time I love AEW, but every time they let a wrestler from XWB guy go on the microphone, AEW and cut a promo against WWE, they sound like a whiny, bitter little bitch. Even Rusev sounds like a whiny, bitter little bitch when he hits cool. a promo. Right. Yeah, you know,
2: it's funny thing, too, is about that. It took out it was Jericho who wrote that promo for uh, Rusev Miro. Jericho wrote that for him. Rusev Miro, however you want to like, uh, what's the name for? I
1: love Jericho to death, but Jericho's a bitter little bitch towards him, too, because he's um, right? about about uh, WWE.
0: Guys, do you remember someone else uh, said something towards WWE? too, and uh, we're talking about him tonight. Someone else did make a WWE comment. You're not the first out-of-touch old man who didn't see, who didn't... uh, I
2: remember remember that. That was like his first promo when he first got there.
0: Yeah, Brody Lee. Yep. Of course.
2: But, so, is
0: it bitterness, or is it just a way to say, hey, look look where I am now, you know?
1: I I think there's a little bit of both with AW. I think to a point, they're telling them, they're advising them to take jabs and Discuss how they
2: basically let them like say what's from the heart, which you know, WWE that don't happen too often. So, when you get yeah. that creative freedom to do that, if you can take a shot at it, knowing that you're protected, you're going to do it. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: the, WWE used to do that. Remember X Pac um, promo on Hogan? He, oh, Hogan yeah, mustard.
1: Well, they, so they the WWE that back that. It was it was a rival thing. Yeah. It, it was. Eric Bischoff started that. It was always it was like when Mick Foley won the belt. Oh, and they're gonna have Mick Foley win their belt tonight. That'll load a lot of butts in the seats. And you know what? It gave them free press for Tony Giovanni. Way to fucking go. Which to
2: what his defense though, so to to his defense though. Bischoff made him do that. He said, like, yeah. in a later interview, he didn't want to do that. Bischoff made him do no, that. I know,
1: yeah, I know but true. I'm just saying. No, of course, because Tony Schiavone was smarter than that and realized that you're giving WWE all the free press in the world by doing that shit. Yep. Because the second everybody because – I'm telling you right now, because I remember this very vividly. I was, like, 12 years old at the time. I vividly remember oh, well, going, man. McFly's going to the belt. Flick, and I watched Raw the rest yeah. of the
0: night. Yeah, because, of what I, like, what do. that's what
1: I did, too. That's what I did, we all did because you gave them free press.
2: People are that fucking... I mean, I, I got what he was trying to do. Like, he was like, okay, well, they already know what's going to happen. Why would they watch it? But it went a backfiring on them. Yep.
1: Because it was pre-taped and they could. It was like, oh, you're I,
2: watching Raw? This like, don't
1: bother. It's three weeks old. Yeah. Free press, you idiot. <laughs> That's, he learned his lesson. It's like me going, uh, being like an do. oh, well, don't watch NXT tonight. Uh, Johnny Gargano is going to beat Leon Ruff for the first time via pinfall. Flick, I'm going to watch the Johnny Gargano match now.
0: Then again, I think we'd be more interested in seeing it the other way around. Because I think it was, it was just like this guy who doesn't win any matches beat like a, a main event guy. <laughs> that was where it started. And now yeah.
1: Leon Ruff. Leon Ruff is just going to be like another guy in NXT. He had his... Now, yeah. He's literally like the hybrid wrestler of like if you took Leo Rush and Cheeseburger and made it one wrestler. That's who Leon. Was.
0: So we're still off topic again, but that's the nature of this show. Basically. You knew it was going to happen. We forewarned ourselves.
1: We announced hey, <laughs> the show. We know we, it's going to happen. I'm, that's I'm claim over the claim of our whole show. We're a bunch of ADD dumb fucks, too.
2: Oh, yeah. no shit. <laughs> oh, by the <laughs> way, speaking of Leon Ruff, does, just to get this out here for people that watch once we uh, get this like um, put on Facebook, if you all wonder what Leon Ruff is doing now, just watch MTV's The Challenge on Wednesday at, at 8 o'clock every Wednesday. You'll see him. Oh,
0: he's, oh on he's,
2: on. Yeah, he's on The Challenge. What is that? You ever watch, like, The Real World, The row Rules and all that? He things that He was back right.
1: the day before he signed with WWE, basically.
2: Oh, is that like a WWE show? Yeah, is that I mean, The Miz has been on it. That's where The Miz was at before he first came to WWE. The real world. He was the real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, you want to hear something
1: crazy? You know the You guys watched The Gifted at all on Fox? No. That was the X-Men based show on Fox? I heard
2: about it. I never got you to watch it. The
1: actress was actually on the same Inferno season that The Miz was. Oh, wow. Uh,
2: Which
1: one? I forget the actress's name, but she was on the same Inferno season that the Miz was. Oh,
0: okay. Like
1: right before WWE signed him.
0: I remember, like, when Mike Mizanze did that whole Miz thing on Real World, or did he do it on the Real World, or did he do it on Road Rules? On the Real World, that's Real World.
2: Yeah, he was Real World. That was when he was Real World. No, he started the Miz promo on the Real World or Road Rules. He was Real World. World. Yeah, Real World. He was a Real World. -er. It's funny too because, like, when they did like this 10 year oh, in like 2007, they did like um a 10 year special, and he was one half of the WWE taxi champions at the time, him and Jomo, and he was there, and he comes out and says, like, Yeah, see, the belt's not plastic anymore. It's a real belt now. Oh, yeah. Well, also,
1: speaking of that, there was that one point where uh, Kenny King was on The Bachelorette. Yep. Oh, interesting. My mom was watching it at one point. And I'm like, Mom, can you rewind that for a second? If you had it, like, odd demand, like, can you rewind that? I want to see something. Because I'm like, that's fucking Kenny King. What the fuck?
0: Nope. Like, Sasha Banks on The Mandalorian, since we're going into this now. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: Sasha Banks was awesome on The Mandalorian. She was. I'm going to just put that out there in a non-spoiler. If you have not watched The Mandalorian yet, do yourself a favor and do so. Fuck yeah. It is worth the Agreed. fun. It is like the best thing in modern TV that capitalizes on the extension of a movie from yesteryear. I don't know.
0: Cobra that- Kai is pretty sick. Gonna,
1: you beat me to it. You, you beat me to my punchline with Cobra Kai. Oh, I had a start. No, it like one of you two were going to um, mention it. Dude, Cobra Kai, this season, was fire.
0: Well, you were watching 205 and um And Rod, when when you were watching maybe SmackDown, I was finishing up Cobra Kai. Oh no, I was
2: with no, I was watching on uh, SmackDown. Then I watched Two Hundred Five Live. I watched
1: Cobra Kai. I went to bed last night, and then I watched it today during the day. I watched eight episodes today. It was ridiculous.
0: I watched. I, I, I'm, I'm all caught up. Um, caught up on the, caught
1: up on Mandalorian. Um, my next. Not really binge, but next watch is going to be Disney Plus. A lot of Marvel. While I wait for the Arrowverse stuff to come back? I got X-Men to watch, Iron Man. Is
0: it 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 called the Arrowverse anymore since Arrow's no longer a a show?
1: It's still the Arrowverse. It's just not Arrow. It could
0: be the DC-verse, no? What happened? I know it's it's the Arrowverse, but I think they should call it like DC-verse or something because, you know, even though Arrow is the first one to come out of uh, the Greg Berlanti
2: stuff. Right. So tomorrow I'm probably going to be watching that movie Soul that just came out. On oh, the- I watched it. it was I good. And Watch it. I'm probably going to be watching uh, Wonder Woman 1984. I watched well. that too. Me and Shanice watched
1: Wonder Woman 84 last weekend. We watched it. Uh, okay. oh, okay. Both movies are great. Watched- They're both awesome.
0: Um, I'm not happy with what they did with Cheetah.
1: Not happy. Neither am I. Me and Shanice said the same thing. We both were like Elizabeth Wig, not cut out for it. Great actress, not for that role.
0: Not even that. Like, the way they presented the character. And oh, it was terrible. the, way the oh, it was, a, the you know, was awful. The whole
1: thing was terrible, No,
0: She just... It's just also, yeah, like, the way her powers were presented, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, I get not what you're saying, I agree. And especially the way, you know, like, how how things ended. It's just like, Really? Really? Because, yeah, that's not... And DC, I mean, you would think that they were cutting it close to the comics, but they're not. I'm
1: I'm going to go on a little bit of uh, attention here and a little rant about DC and Marvel. Yeah. Here's the problem with DC. And here's where Marvel does it right and DC does it wrong. Marvel, if you look at... Really dissect Marvel, their TV news. Their movies, their comics, yeah. all tie into each other. They're all congruent, and they all flow fluently. If, you were, if you're right. reading modern comics of Marvel, they tie yeah. into the after results of some of the stuff in the MCU.
0: Yeah, they do, but like they changed a lot of stuff, too, like um, they with uh, Endgame, and they, they left some cool like comic book Easter eggs there, but they... Kind of changed things a they bit. They had to use
1: the licensing, though. And unfortunately, I agree with you, but licensing influenced a lot of that. Because if oh, was, right. like, like if you like read the actual Infinity War in the comics, there are so many more superheroes involved in that than the movies had. But because of licensing, you know, you couldn't have the Fantastic Four and the X Men and all that. Right, shit. right. And that just killed a lot of it.
0: I know, and like even the
1: Bitty Gauntlet, like Spider-Man
0: on like, Disney
1: yet? Spider-Man. Yeah.
0: You can't watch the newer Spider Mans on Disney I think yet. It's still,
1: no, I think they're still working on the licensing with some of that. Oh, by the, I the way, know, if anyone wants license, to start like, going. like the X Men stuff is clear. So, like all the X Men stuff's never even like it's it's weird how licensings work. I think that's part of it. Or they had deals with other companies first, so they're honoring yeah. those deals. Because technically, um, what was it? Um, Black Panther was on Netflix forever. You know, yeah, right. plus, but they had to wait for their. Deal with airing it on Netflix to end, so they can put it on Disney Plus.
0: I just want to interject quickly. If people were wondering why I was getting up a lot, I'm having some Brussels sprouts for my dinner. It's all good. Anyway, um, go ahead, Rob.
1: Carry on, Jen. Carry on. Yeah, no, but that—that's—that's that's like Marvel, though. Like that's just my opinion. Yeah. DC doesn't do that. They—they—they they, they put like there's too many like cooks in the kitchen, like putting their own little t- flares and like. Opinions on d c where you like you lose like the initial thoughts I think for d c personally like I think the outerverse is some of the better interpretations of d c and also right. uh, the animated movies the live action movies are all fucking terrible, they're all fucking awful. Wonder Woman 1984 was was yeah,
2: yeah I, I, that I agree with that. the animated movies are a lot better than the live action movies
1: like Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman movies are decent and probably the best of the bunch like i didn't. Even yeah,
0: i have to tell you one thing, though, with that, though. You say there's only one, to me, since the um, Nolan verse and all that in the beginning of this new DC Universe. I haven't seen the new Joker, so I can't weigh in on that or how he was portrayed since I didn't him. see it yet.
1: Are you talking like the Killing Joke Joker, like that animated movie?
0: No, I'm talking about the Joaquin Phoenix Joker.
1: I uh, okay, which we haven't really seen much of anyway, so not many people uh,
0: so out of everything that I've seen, I think that's the only one I haven't seen yet. I think the best movie villain that I that I from DC, this the newer DC universe, is Black Manta. I think he's the best out of all the other because all the other villains that I've seen in the other newer DC movies were mediocre compared to Black Manta. Well, Black Panther is Marvel, but no, no, Black Manta. Uh,
2: yeah, he said Black Manta.
0: Oh, I thought you said
1: Black Panther. I, I thought you said that first. I thought you said Black Panther. I'm like, wait, no, 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 no. I, agree. I agree. I agree. I agree.
0: I mean, yeah, his brother was also the other villain, but I think I just like the way they portrayed him. You know, the how his his origin story and all that. How you know why he was after Aquaman and all that, and
2: you right.
0: know, and and, right. and I also, I mean, I like. I liked Aquaman. I liked Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman herself, but I thought Ares was a horrible betrayal portrayal. I thought again, the the guy, the villain in the '84, along with Cheetah.
1: eh. I thought '84 was about the same as the regular Wonder Woman. They're both they're best of the bunch for the DC movies. But I wasn't like convinced. Like I didn't see all of Aquaman, so I can't like weigh in too much. But a little bit of Batman, I did see. I did like, but I didn't like see the whole movie, so I can't like comment too much. Yeah. But, like everything I've seen, I'm like, eh. Like, the Batman Superman stuff sucked.
0: Oh, big time. Shit
1: sucked. And I was like looking really forward to that.
0: The Lex Luthor, the I, I, I – Jesse. What's his name? He Eisenberg. Oh, Eisenberg. Is it? Yeah, not really subjective. hurt Lex Luthor. Nah, horrible Lex Luthor. All right, let's get back. Um, Rod, what did you think of uh, the tribute show for Proteus? <laughs>
2: honest. I,
0: I'm
1: more into that right now,
2: anyway. Hey, I. T- <laughs> yeah, my good. honest thought it was it was incredible. Like,
0: oh, I'm well, laughing by the way because of our ADD going from comics back to our topic.
2: Yeah. No. To be completely honest, the way AE, he could have done it better than the way AEW done it, it was great having his kid, you know, like make the matches and stuff. It was, it was, it was, it was well done. It was great. Yeah, like, I think, I, I'll, I think I'll, I'll say this right now: if you watching that show, did that cause you to shed tears? You're you're a bigger man than me. I'll say that right now.
1: Okay, so when did you guys start getting that emotional? Like, where did it like hit you? You're like, oh fuck, that that that's heavy. I mean, I... the, the
2: Kingston. Not the one he cut before the mask, but the one where they had to sit down and interview with him. That's what really did it for me.
1: That one was big. The Moxie one got me. What got me was the ending.
0: Yeah. When and, yeah. and, um, Rudy oh, yeah.
1: Jr. put the boots and the handkerchief in the middle of the ring. Yeah. And then the boots, man, they think no. it should be packaged no. at the end. That, that like, got me.
0: Redbeard. <laughs> I mean, seeing Redbeard. Oh, Redbeard. That
1: got it? me, too. I was like, oh, shit.
2: Yeah. Like, watching. Who I thought was like the two most emotional ones who wasn't was John it was easy John Silver and Anna J. Three. Did that's you
0: see family. Cole Cabana? Cole Cabana. Yeah, yeah he was he, was he was holding back a lot
2: of tears. Yeah, because you saw Anna Jay, like he, the match was still going on and she was and she was busting out crying during the match. So you knew that's how emotional it was. Yeah.
1: Well that's because like Brody Lee helped all of their careers. Yep. It, like you're gonna see now. Now what you're gonna see now is you're gonna see like where Brody Lee influenced their careers moving forward. That's what's gonna be cool to see now. It's it's sad. I'm gonna try to do this in an uplifting way. Like it's very sad that we don't have quarterly, He died way too young. Yeah. Um, The uplifting. He
0: was my age. He was
1: my age. I know. That's scary. I know. I know I've known people my age who've had heart attacks already. So I, I guess that I can't would even really like...
2: irritate the unholy hell out of me when I read this, like I literally wanted to like reach through the computer at this person and like beat the crap out of him. When some dude was like, Oh, well, if he was still in the WWE, the wellness policy would have picked up on it, he'd still be alive today. That crap Shut pissed off no the no deal. That, that crap pissed off the no deal. How would the wellness world. policy have picked up on what
1: was actually going on?
2: And it yeah. You want me to tell you why? Remember what happened in 07 when um it picked up on M- MVP having that um that wolf okay
1: touche. yeah
2: that's what he yeah. was woofing. like still like but still so so basically trying to say because he went to AEW is the reason why he's not he's the fucking dumbest thing I ever heard of that's so angry.
0: he had a lung issue. Didn't he have this problem with his lungs before like Yeah,
2: but it happened for like a couple of years now at least. So it was he was a WWE. Well, well, was they, a, I,
1: I heard conflicting about that. Did they say when he like when it stemmed from or not really? Remember? I
2: heard like at least it was he's had it for at least a couple of years when I'm here. Oh,
1: has he? Okay.
2: This, this happened like after the uh,
0: podcast he did with Shivani and uh, Aubrey um, you know, the unrestricted, like the next day is when he started to get sick and then you know they kept it under wraps yeah
2: the last yeah. Time i heard was like he had suffered an ankle injury in the um dog collar message. that's why he was out right.
0: that's right. initially why he was out but this thing i think issues. happened right after <laughs> you, you know right after that the podcast he did that's when the lung issues got uh, you know st- i i guess where about from what i was hearing
1: well, what pisses me off about the whole situation is, you read on the internet, you read a lot of shit. That's why I was like wondering, like, who heard what? Because I, yeah. I don't think that his symptoms are really acting up after the uh, match with with uh, Cody Rhodes on the TV. No, it wasn't. And,
0: uh, I heard that's what Shivani said. Uh, I I believe that. I read articles about
1: it too. I, okay. I uh,
0: right.
2: read Some of the stuff. I had the unfortunate. No, Shivani said
0: the podcast. Go
1: ahead. Right. And then I, I and then I read stuff like it was. That's what it up again. But I also read that it could have been a pre-existing thing. And the other thing that pisses me off are the other, these other people who are immediately writing it off. Is it was COVID-related long issues? No, it
0: wasn't. No,
1: no, no it wasn't. No. No. A anyway, And now I got some shit to say. So here's why that pisses me off. Because Amanda Huber did the right thing. The wife, she went on, she went on on blast and literally said, "What do you people want his fucking medical records? Like of his health I, history? He tested." Negative for COVID five times.
2: Oh, you, 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 want, you want to hear, like, legit, like, the icing yeah. on the cake of um, dumb assery I read online. Something fan actually had to say was, not only is Brody still alive and this whole thing was fake, but the Roman <laughs> leukemia was fake, too. That the what was fake? Roman having leukemia was fake, too. All
0: right. Oh, for fuck's sake. I like, mean, dumb I had to about. read out.
1: Going back to my thought about the, the COVID test stuff. I work in healthcare and I'm around this enough and I hear enough about this I have friends who are doctors. I've actually spoken to about like different aspects of it. Because you know, people are all like, oh, well, you, you, there's false positive and false negative. Uh, how, uh, how the well, fuck well. do you get a false negative five times on a COVID test? It's not fucking
0: right. possible. I, I know someone, I'm not gonna, uh, well, I know i already know someone who was having breathing issues and it was not related to covid okay right so that's that's all i'm going you know who i'm talking about that's all i'm going with that. sure it's personal but
1: it's it's because of covid in the world like people forget that other health issues still exist
0: yeah
1: i was sick two weeks ago i had a fucking ear infection i had
2: an an ear infection When we I mean, like, some people worst. legitimately act like because we got COVID now that, like, diabetes and AIDS and stuff don't exist no more because it's just COVID or not.
1: Diabetes triggers uh, COVID big time. People with diabetes have tough times with COVID. I've known, I work with a woman who had diabetes, who has, who's diabetic and had it, and she almost died. She was in the hospital. Yeah. She was oh, in the room with died back in April. The woman that she was in the room with, be, both being treated for COVID. The woman next to her died from it while they were in there. She she was yeah. they, they injected they they'd give you a ton of oxygen. And this is back in April where, in my opinion, this is my opinion, I'm not saying it's right, I'm not saying it's wrong. They weren't as prepared. They 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 didn't Oh no, you're right. You're right. Didn't, didn't you the, the protocols weren't as good as they are now. Like we'll the of horror, people. I'm not even
2: going to get into why that is the case, in my opinion. I won't even get into I'm that. keeping my mouth shut about all of this. I'm not getting too into it. I'm just explaining. No, it. I'm not either, but you know you know how gonna, I feel.
1: The way protocols were back in April are a lot different than protocols now. That's yeah. why like, you're hearing less than – I mean, unfortunately, we are losing a lot of people to it still, but it's not as rapid. It's not as much because we're now more prepared. The, there's more PPE. There's more, you know,
2: treatment options for it. You heard about who's the latest celebrity to get it, right? What'd you say? You heard about who the latest celebrity was to get it now, right? Mick Foley. No. Yeah, I said that uh, Mick Foley. There's somebody more recent than him now. Who's that? Really? Larry King. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. But, but
1: again, but that goes to my point. Like, he's he, like a guy like Larry King, who's an older guy. He's probably more at risk for like the major health That's issues.
0: Does he have health issues as it
1: is? Yeah. I don't know how healthier. I don't know what his health issues are, but like people like Larry King are more subject to having the negative things happen because they're older and they, if they have pre-existing health issues, it's more likely to hit them.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Again, not not making political. Trump had it, and he it wasn't a walk in the park for him either. He was he was hospitalized for a few days. Yeah. He was he was feeling pretty shitty. I'm sure for a few days. They won't report it like anything, and he won't act like it was. But I'm sure. You know, at his at his tender age, like you know, he's another one who's. What, seven
0: I wonder, years old. I wonder why they couldn't help, bro. Like, what what his issues were to why it it be, was so fatal as far as with the breathing and, and the lung I don't issues. know. Like, they what? didn't reveal that, and, 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 and probably and he, not going to. That
1: right, she's not going to reveal that. Yeah,
0: it's not her. our business. But you know, you they you wonder.
1: Legally, the only way they can really reveal that is once the autopsies are done, they can finally deem yeah. what really caused it. And it's still at the consent of um, Brodie Lee's family. Exactly, uh, yeah. Amanda Huber to be like, okay, I'm willing to explain what happened.
0: It's none of our business unless exactly. she wants it to be. No, because...
1: And I like she's said, people are like, trying to basically... Like, His her, for
2: the last like, time. Me, it's like, no, like she doesn't have to answer to none of you trolls. No? What what does
1: she want? What do what these what do these fans want? Do they literally like like man said? Like do they want to see his medical records? Do they want to see his COVID test results? Hey, like do they
2: want to see the man like on an autopsy table or sort of before they believe that he's dead? Some of these fans are like, oh he's not dead, it's no because they, cause they Martin, just did, they just did a tribute shoot show for him for a guy who's not really dead. He'll be he'll be he'll he'll be back to lead the door next week. Chuck,
0: yeah, is there? I mean, is there a way we can? put a pin in it
1: we can put a pin in this one and we can touch on um the next one and if you there's want to a talk-
0: reason because uh i have to say goodnight to someone
1: all right all right so what we'll do is you could edit this out what we'll do is um we'll um resume what we'll do is um we're gonna take a little break and we're gonna be back in about 15 with the rest
0: yeah of- can you give me
1: 15 minutes yeah we'll 15 and then I mean, how much more do you guys want to touch on Brody? I mean, we've gotten a lot. Of how much, or we can? Do you want to? We can always work. What we'll do is yeah, a few
0: we'll, more minutes, and then we'll go to the next thing.
1: All right. So let's let's wrap up quick. Or do you have to? Do you have to do this now?
0: I uh, it's it's 8:30. I got to call my daughter.
1: All right. So all right. So we'll put a pin. We'll come back to this one, and then we'll do that. All right. All
0: right. All right. We'll figure so we'll it out. Back,
1: or actually, yeah, we'll go we'll back like ten. All right.
0: Yeah, guys, give me like 15 minutes. No, that's, that's fine.
1: Cool. We'll be back at 15, guys. All
0: right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate no it. No problem.
1: Back at 15, everybody. Right. And we are yeah. back, guys. Yeah. Sorry for so, that.
0: Yeah, we're, we're back. I had to, you know, take care of some stuff. But, um, yeah, we didn't – you we, – we there are two things to mention. First off, you know, like, watching – Silver's performance that night, you know, and even Jericho said he's coming off like a baby face. And then you have Preston Vance winning and being in his first main event.
2: Biggest match his k- career.
0: Because, and thanks to, yeah, Brody Lee's influence and in mentoring that kind of pushed those guys. For sure. And, uh, all right, this is... But, but um, uh, Rob, this is where you jump in, but
2: <laughs> I know, no, like that was legit, like the biggest match of his career, the biggest win of yeah. his career too.
1: I'm happy. I, I, I you know what's funny?
0: Like I have nothing more to say than that. But yeah, go ahead.
1: You know what's funny about the Dark Order? For me, like before the exalted one angle where it was like Brody Lee came in. I yeah. really wasn't into the Dark Order because I don't really like um, Stu Grace and Evil Luna. I wasn't why. I'm not into them. I don't think they're anything spectacular. They're I think they're cool. cool. I'm just yeah. not into them. I I I don't. I see. I've seen where they've gotten better, but I was not crazy about them. They were, as they're as they've added people, I've gotten more into it. Um, I, I do like John Silver. I like j yeah, I Like yeah,
2: um, the last like two, three. I, like I, I two. become a star. John Silver's become a legit star. Yeah, really? yeah. Johnny um, Hungy. And right. it's to say about the Queen Slayer and the Jade, too. You well, from the start of the show to the Queen Slayer.
1: That is good, too. But my point was, like, like, for a while there, it was like, oh, like it's the most interesting thing in AEW and it's, like, the most AF eh faction. Brody right. Lee made it decent. And, like, when he started bringing those people in, it made it better. Like, pre-Brodie Lee, that faction sucked. Yeah. no, I,
2: I agree. They were...
1: Uh, I don't like... I, I still don't like Sue Grace and Evil I'm just not into them i'm not yeah, i don't
0: know what's not to like i mean yeah they had that like what were they called originally like uh or something? they were
1: the super smash brothers on the indies
0: and yeah and he, and the evil uno was not his
1: name. Was ring attire it was all video games yeah he was playing uno their matches were oh, yeah, their matches were okay they weren't anything special
0: i like the fatality finisher that, that's
2: a cool move that move
0: was cool their finishes, but like, them,
1: their match was just an to me. I wasn't, like, enamored by it. I was like, okay, whatever. It's so another tag team.
0: And I think you're right. Brody Lee brought out more of uh, Evoludo's personality, too. Well, Especially with the papers and all that. With B-T-E.
1: what they needed. They needed a guy like a Luke Harper, a.k.a. Brody Lee, to bring value to that, to that brand, to that, that faction. Originally it was supposed to be Marty Skrull. Marty Skrull would have done a good job with that faction too, but I think Yeah, but we all know what that was better picked for that
0: faction. I, I you know what? Now I don't think I mean he was great for villain enterprises, but you needed you needed a guy like Brody Lee because, you know, he was kind of that guy in the background he was with the Wyatt, which is similar but not really. But it kind of has that vibe, you know, like an opportunity uh, to be the leader leader
2: of the group. Yeah. Not like the but like the actual leader.
0: And he wasn't, he said this is like something that was very new to him. He never had that role before. So it was like, it was a new step
2: for him. No, he was like, he was more of his other roles. He's more the force of the group. This time he's actually the man, man, the leader. Yeah. Also, I, and I
1: said it forever, and I said this for years to both of you in WWE times with Luke Harper. I always said Luke Harper was painfully underrated in WWE. They never, they never got him utilized quite right. Like, they were starting to get him close. I mean, with the Wyatts was his best. Ended that Wyatt stuff. The closest two things they ever really did that were, like, anything valuable was the short run with the authority where he was the Like That was a good run for him. And then the bludgeon brothers. Everything else was kinda eh. Once like
0: his last, his last run was, you know, was basically it's like you guys are the bludgeon brothers without being the bludgeon brothers.
1: Yeah, exactly. It sucks. It was one of them got injured and then they brought Rowan back to be, you know, Daniel Bryan's guy, and then they had Luke Harper come back. But they knew he was leaving, but they I guess it was like I don't know what why they decided to do that one he- up.
0: He didn't want. They, they. He didn't even want to stay. And you know, he, They extended his contract
1: because he was injured. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they I mean, did. You it. wonder, not not, not in an accusatory way, but you wonder in that time he was injured, when he was off TV, if he was dealing with health issues at that time too. I'm not. You yeah, do yeah, You don't know possibly. if he was dealing with some of that stuff then too.
0: But you don't know. Well, no, no. It's been. It's been, I, it's been I mean, he—if that was the case—he kept it under wraps because I, you know. Well, some people don't want
1: that attention. Some people, yeah. want private. Look at Chad again. Going back to Marvel. Look at speaking of Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. That happened with him. He had cancer. He filmed all of his Marvel stuff while he was cancers.
0: I didn't know that. I he knew it different. Yeah, he no was sick that, that whole time. On. That was well,
1: But he was That's on the, treatments, uh-huh. and you know, he—he he, um, was having a closet battle with that. It's the same thing. <laughs>
0: It, it just, I mean, it really sucks when you lose someone, especially so young. <laughs> well,
1: yeah.
2: Question yeah. so why that really, like, touched you. Like, somebody you actually, like. It's a shame
1: that
0: a
2: Brody
1: Jr. now, he's eight years old now, he doesn't have memories with his dad past eight years old.
0: Yeah. Uh, even now, his younger brother is, like, two yeah. or
1: three. That was, that was my, I was, like, through when my grandfather died. I have minimal memories of my grandfather. He's going to have minimal memories of his dad.
0: Oh, I mean, that's like my granddaughter with uh, a granddaughter. That's like my daughter was her my mother, her grandmother. Exactly.
1: only know her
0: for five years, yeah.
1: Yeah, you don't – you remember them a little bit, but when you're that young, you don't really remember that much. Like, I, I was through when my grandfather died, my one grandfather died, and I really don't have much memory of him. I remember circumstances – when he was alive, and little things that happened when he was alive, but I don't really remember him.
0: I was very young when, like, uh, you know, one of my great aunts I still remember, though. You know, I mean, but my memory, I remember a lot of weird stuff.
1: I do, too, but, like, my grandfather's not one because I was so young. Like, my brain wasn't, like, I guess, developed that way yet.
0: Right, right. Dude, I remember jumping out of my crib, is what I mean. That's, uh, like, it's weird stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, but, uh, that's what I say. Like my memories, I don't know. It's hard to compare, I, to compare. I did
1: that too. So when I was a little kid, I did this weird thing with you know, like dresser drawer handles. Yeah. I would pull them up and down to play with them. Like I would do like that on my drawer handles. I was a little kid. I anywhere. did weird shit like that when I was I remember doing it too. You're a
0: ton oh, of. Wow. Z- but. What's going on?
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, but um, it's crazy though. Like. No, but it, it, it's hard. Like, that's, like, what I think about when, like, you hear these stories. You think about, like, the family that he had, like, his, his wife and his children.
0: Yeah. And
1: if his parents are still around, if they're still alive, what they must be going through. Yeah. Because you, you, would, you would think they're still alive because, again, they're potentially still alive. They're our age. and I know you lost your mom. Is your, is your dad still around, Jay, or now?
0: 2015.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. You told me that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's hard. Yeah. Like me, like I, I'm, I'm not so much. A guy. I have both my parents. Like I lost all my grandparents in like a yeah. I'm, I'm out of grandparents too. My <laughs>
0: grandmother died in 2000. Grandmother. Left. Sorry. Go ahead. What i Rob? I'm saying, I got like one grandmother left.
2: All my other grandparents
0: yeah. are pretty much gone.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mine are all gone. <laughs> yeah. All of them, all of them are gone. They all took the trip. To heaven, they're all probably partying, partying with Luke Harper right now, with Brody Lee right now. Yeah. I'm sure, my yeah. uncle's had a few drinks with them. <laughs> he was a wrestling fan. I'm sure they're up there. at
2: grandfather probably at the got got,
1: gate celebrating.
2: Got a good selfie with him by now. What happened? My grandfather probably got like, a nice selfie with him by now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean Luke Harper. Um, Lee whatever you want to call him. He's the type of guy though who could get along with anyone. But from all the stories I was hearing. Me yeah. too. Like he could just still just talk and he was to he right.
1: and he wanted to help the talent. He wasn't like about No. He wasn't about putting himself over. He was about putting no. everybody over, which is what you need in the business.
2: Yeah, which is basically what he did with the dark order. His presence put the dark over or dark his
1: order. his just his presence being there and having that a uh, character Put that faction over. That was the only reason that, for me at least, that faction was any good. Yes. I'm curious to see what they do now. Like, they all have coming strides. I want to see what they do. Like, there are guys within the dark order I really do like. Other ones, I'm I'm about, But John Silver, it it does stand out to me. Yes. He's small, so, like, he's small, so he's probably good where he is.
0: I think Alex Reynolds would actually be better – I don't know, like, with Peter Avalon, because he used to have that similar kind of gimmick.
1: I don't like Alex I, Reynolds. Yeah, I don't like Alex Reynolds. Like I don't, I'm not, like, trying to bag on I'm just, I'm not yeah. convinced by him yet. He's one of the guys of Dark Order I'm not into.
0: The only thing with Silver, though, it's like his BTE character is carried on to dynamite because of the facial expressions he makes. Right, right. He, he looks a little silly. And the dark order is supposed to be taken seriously. But I think there's way too much PTE silver crossing over into the main storyline. Well that's the problem. That's that's and the problem. That's why I
1: love that being the That's why I, I love that's why I love being the because like it's the wrestlers like in their habitats being like funny yeah. and like what they do behind the scenes. But they make it but they use it too much as a crutch for storytelling and it like kinda negates the exactly. what they're trying to accomplish.
0: You want like, to some... see Kateri and go, like, do ya all the time now. Like, like there were, diff- there were
1: things, like, on being the lead over the years that, like, actually were positive storytelling. Yeah. And it did further angles, like, when they had the whole Adam Cole and Kenny Omega-like tension, and they did the whole karaoke thing. Like, that was a good actual, like, they actually – pan that one out pretty
0: good between New Japan and Iran or like three years ago. Oh, you mean the killing of Adam Cole? Adam Cole supposedly you remember like the whole joke because he was quote unquote they killed him on, B, on being the elite so they're right. all like called but and you know the way they kind of right but that's like the silliness of it all but you know they did some like stuff with like I mean the recruitment specialist stuff kind of carries on to what they're doing in dynamite but you know minus the Kool-Aid stuff yeah. we're back to dark order but yeah. i mean yeah so it, it it it's kind of weird like how it changes how you view the dark order but Brody Lee brought that out and i think that because Brody Lee his presence now we see John Silver as, like as someone that you really wanna look into more.
1: Well that's that's but that's my point. That's what I was trying to say is that like yeah. John John Huber got you invested in the talent within yeah. the Dark Order. Like like even like Evil Uno and Sue Grayson, I'm a little more okay with them now because you know, Brody Lee brought stuff out of them that they weren't, I don't think were translating to the audience themselves. It was as much to try to be this evil. Thing it was th- I feel like because of their Super Smash Bros. game, it, it came off kind of silly and joking.
0: Question. You know that guy who was kind of there in the beginning and was in a few segments with Brody Lee? He was like the spokesperson you see in all the commercial... Infram- yeah, you know, the yeah I know. briefly, yeah. Is that Uno?
1: It might have been. I can't remember.
0: Is that Uno? without
2: that unmasked? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'll have to, I have to. I know not. I have to see.
1: look into that. It could have been. Yeah. I do got to give with a little one credit though. He's lost a ton of weight since debut. Yeah.
0: So you noticed yeah. that too? Yeah. He's,
1: he's to, lost a lot of weight. Like no, he was, like he was
2: husky on the, in the, the you know who Really got into good shape too. Um the butcher. Oh, yes. Andy, you know the butcher. The butcher yeah. the, well, the blade already always been in great shape. But the butcher Andy got Andy Williams for every
1: guy. time I die. Yeah. No, he has. I agree.
2: I thought he was, like, skinnier before wrestling.
1: He probably was. I mean, he looks more, he looks like, but he, now it looks like he's, I, I get what Rod's saying, he doesn't look as fat, now he's starting to look more jacked. Yeah. No, he's looking, no, he was definitely slimmer before wrestling. Well, he probably, like any other wrestler, he probably bulked up and got heavy for wrestling. Yeah. Well, that's what they do, like. Speaking of people looking like shit, Chris Jericho looks like a fat fuck right now. It's terrible.
0: Oh, you know that they like slammed him. Um, did we talk about that with the NBA? I heard
1: about it. That's I don't think we discussed the... it directly, with I definitely heard stuff with people fat shaming him. Yeah, he's been getting a lot of fat shaming. But again, oh, he I get doesn't
0: it. care. He doesn't he was care. He's almost like fifty.
1: He's fifty. Well, also too, I don't know if the weight he's on now, but like when he first started appearing in New Japan, like he he gained the weight on purpose, he said, because he wanted to have that bigger physique to work better with those smaller guys because he wanted to have that, like, gaijin, like, bigger presence. Not that he was ever going to be so big, but, like, but in Japan, those big guys are gold in Japan. Like, they fucking, they eat that shit up. Like, had Eric Redbeard gone to New Japan and not AEW or wherever he winds up, and if, let's say, like, Eric Redbeard beat the piss out of, like, Teguchi, the fans would fucking love. You
2: talking
0: Gucci. about going to Japan? Yeah. the fans would Go
2: ahead. There's still a chance he still might, because you know we're on the street. Is we might be getting the um, AEW New Japan crossover coming. Apparently up.
0: Okada
1: wants it bad. I, I read an article. Apparently Okada is really pushing to do some like crossover sta- United States stuff. Apparently, Man. like Okada is no, the biggest it would American be wrestling fan. Well, yeah, but also, but also, but the problem is no, actually we'll, we'll, on our next one. I want to touch on some of this, so I'm going to save some of this okay. for our next one. But yeah, I will yeah. say that Okada is like the biggest American wrestling fanboy going. But I'll touch on that further because that'll really tie into the um crossover episode we want to do.
2: Yeah, but so I, I'm actually going to
1: save my thoughts on that.
2: Throw in this quick point about that. You know, like when did Japan? I think when, you're bringing it up though. It's good. You no, know why. As long as Vince is in WWE, you want to work with New because Vince has his 1980s thought process of, "Oh, if I buy out my competition, that's how I make WWE better." While all these other companies are nope. trying to come together, you know, to make wrestling better. Yeah. He's still stuck okay. in that 1980s. That's, as long as Vince is in charge, oh, if I buy out my competition, I make WWE better that way. That's not gonna work anymore. And he what do
0: you think would have happened? Oh, I guess we should talk about this in the next one, but. What do you think would have happened had WCW, you know, still been a separate company and worked with WWE instead of being brought out to where? I
1: think it would be more of like what all the smaller promotions are doing now. Yeah. But on a grander scale almost. Like you would have more trade offs. Yeah. Like I think obviously. All so right. One... No, I'm just saying, like, I think it would be on a higher scale. You'd have, like, Sting would have done stuff with Undertaker. or You would have had, like, Stone Cold do stuff with Hollywood Hogan or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They would have done more with that. That's also if Hulk Hogan was still there and, you know, he was willing to do big business with Stone Cold and, like, put him over. Because at that point, that kind of angle, if if Stone Cold didn't um go over against Hogan, it would have been a wasted angle, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. In that era. Yeah.
0: Like Hogan did want to. Hogan did cut a promo on him, and nothing ever came of it.
1: Yeah, I think that was a creative difference. But I did read something about Hulk Hogan and why he never put people over, and it's funny too. Okay. Because what he said was that it made sense, and I actually agreed with it. In the era where he was like the height of wrestling, there weren't enough guys at that time with longevity to carry that load yet. Even, like, the ultimate warrior, as good as he was, the way he was, like, backstage and everything, he would yeah. never have filled those shoes. No. I Macho Man probably would have been the better pick, but they didn't want to give that to Macho Man. I think Macho Man had a, it, was,
2: it was, like, Macho Man was the better wrestler, but in hindsight, they saw the warrior as the bigger draw. Yeah.
1: Which is funny, because in the grand scheme of it, aside from, like, 90 and 91... I don't think Ultimate Warrior ever outdrew Macho Man in any other year. Wow. Except, except for 1991, name one. I, I don't really consider Ultimate Warrior a major draw except for 90 or 91. 89, he had, like, the weird persona going, but he wasn't really, like, the focal draw. You, you went from one year having him lose to Rick Rude to the next year being the world champion. To shame Rick Rude, uh, speaking of people who are no longer with us, Rick Rude, well, Ultra Warrior too, but Rick Rude was a guy, except for his WCW run, he never really got, like, he that, the guy role. Like, he was a world champion in WCW, but, like, he, even he was a he world run. champion. He was another guy, like. They, no,
2: no. people you also say that about, too, despite the fact that he's a Grand Slam champion? Luger. I feel like Lex Luger. I like Lex Luger. He was, he was a world champion. He was never considered the guy in WCW. Like, when you um, WCW... He never got his uh, really fair share in WWE. It kept looking
0: like they were going to push him, but he never got the belt in WWF,
2: whatever. I heard something very interesting about that. Why that never happened. Who,
1: Luger? Yeah, because I heard, like, he almost leaked it, and then, like, they didn't want to, like expose their products so because of that they punished them. So I,
2: I heard different about that. I heard like from what I heard what like, this is what happened. Like when Hogan won the title from Yoko at WrestleMania, it was supposed to set up Hogan versus Brent at SummerSlam. And Brent was supposed to go over on Hogan and win the title, but Hogan didn't want to do it.
1: I believe that. And that's so, why he left and that's why Vince McMahon saw Lex Luger as the next Hulk Hogan and
2: So what they did was it's like had um Yoko win at um, King of the Ring. But then a lot of the superstars backstage were pissed that brett got screwed and a lot of them threatened to leave and they would have put the title on Luger at SummerSlam. So that's why they had Luger win by down That's bogus. Had Luger won the title, more than the half the roster would have left.
1: I, I believe that. That was a shitty time for wrestling. like, yeah. Lex Luger did this awkward thing where one day he's the narcissist and he's his yeah. cocky heel. And then the next day, is the 4th of July, and he's the good guy, Bobby Semiogazuni, he's the next Hulk Hogan. Know,
0: that was creative, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, but it was stupid. Well, no, it was Vince's idea, and then creative presented it. This is
0: my, this yeah. thing but about the
1: point of it was, was I shit you not, because I, I did my fact search, and I watched both things. On July 3rd, 1993, Lex Luger wrestled on Superstars as the Narcissist. Really? I don't know if it was. I think it was obviously taped like a week or two before. Yeah, yeah. But that ones. was his final. And then the next day, they had him shove Heen and he body slammed Yoko, and he was the babyface All American. Apparently, Lex Luger even hated that angle. Even I mean, Lex Luger himself hated the Lex Express, he hated that whole
2: gimmick. I would have, hey, personally getting to ride right around the bus like that, thats pretty cool, though. I would have loved that. Rod, that would have been—that—that
1: that is your life gimmick—is being Lex Luger circa I see that D three. <laughs>
2: right, I would been awesome being ridden around the bus like. did not be superstars who love to be ridden around the bus like that.
1: Rod would also would have killed a bit. John Cena stunt double in all of wrestling too.
2: Hey, uh, man, but that's besides the point. John Cena sucks. John Cena's the man, hate. <laughs> Cena's the man. You two are a couple of haters. But <laughs> I'm if, not a hater. I speak the truth. Yeah, Getting back to the Total Packers, what a lot of people would say Cena's about Luger, been, Cena has five moves. the type of person you want as a guy, he was not the type of person you want as the guy. That's what they would say about Luger. That was the scoundrel report on Luger. He was, the type he of was never the guy. He was big and he was he was no, 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 They say you would want him as a guy. Like, if you, he'd be one of the, the top guys in your company, you just wouldn't want him as the top guy. He
1: wasn't ever going to be the top guy. No one cared enough about him. So honestly go ahead. honestly, my two favorite Lex Luger anythings were when he actually yes. was the narcissist when he first debuted with the whole metal plate in the arm thing and oh, oh it was the whole discrepancy because that was entertaining and also his um, when he first went back to WCW he was kind of cool
0: Was he Was WCW doing uh, the, were they doing like heavy programming because I mean I heard about Lex Luger, obviously, way before, you know, Monday Nitro and all that, you know, he was in the early video games, and, you know, he was – wasn't he an AWA guy, too? He
1: was. He was um more NWA. I think he did have a short AWA run, but I think it was more, like, the NWA stuff.
0: What was he – was he, like – but, like, were they doing, like, tele- a lot
2: of televised WCW stuff?
1: They were doing a lot, lot of-, of pay-per-views. Like, they were doing, like, the Clash of the Champions, and they right. were doing, yeah. like... Oh, they
2: were, yeah. And they had
1: the Saturday morning, yeah. and he was on a yeah. lot of yeah. that. Yeah.
2: And, in the, it- at, <laughs> it, 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 and also,
1: like, when they were doing the Saturday morning stuff, like or the 6 or 5 yeah. p.m. stuff on yeah, like yeah, the right. weeknights, like, when they did all those, he was featured prominently then because they, he was, they, they saw him as a big... Um, Right to Ric Flair's title. And this is when Ric Flair was, like, super over in right, the late right, 80s. He wasn't really a heel. He wasn't really a babyface. It was when he was at the height of his heel, but he started getting over in, like, that late 80s, 80, like, 87, 88, where, like, you started really getting over Ric Flair. Yeah. Like, in that late 80s time, like, he was borderline a babyface. It was like he was a tweener, but he was, like, he was still doing the heel promos, but he was treated like a babyface. And the fans at that time hated Luger. Like, if you watch Starcade 88, like, in hindsight, like, I didn't understand this as a kid, but I watched it later on. It was weird how WCW did booking compared to WWE, because, like, to me, like, I always saw, like, Ric Flair as a heel, and I always yeah. Luger as more of a babyface. Watching and looking back, like, Luger was a complete heel in that match, and Flair was a babyface. I
0: remember, honestly, I remember, you know, back when I started hearing about Luger, I remember him being a heel. He was a heel. I In he so WCW, he was
1: mostly a heel in these early yeah. days. By, like, the early 90s, I think he had started transitioning into more of a babyface because he was feud with the Horsemen.
2: And then his feud went, and then he was um, in, he the, was horse, in the, the
0: Horsemen.
1: Horse. He was, yeah. and he was out of it, and he was a babyface. Yeah.
0: And then he was with, the, like, two versions of the NWO. Like, and that was later, though. Back yeah, and forth. Yeah. But that was but, later. Yeah.
2: But, but he... Um, like, he was um, a by Harley yeah. Race, and that had Mr. Hughes in his corner when he first won the um, championship.
1: Yeah. Also, um... Funny going back to circuit Eight for a second. It was funny to seeing it was the OG Midnight Express against the Midnight Express, and it was Paul Heyman with the OG Midnight Express and Jim Cornette with um Lane and um Eaton. And it was funny okay. watching Jim Cornette play babyface, and I thought that he was like the heel because I'm like, oh shit, is a heel. I run. I read, I learned later that he was the babyface in that match because even Jim Cornette as a babyface
0: is a stretch. Yeah. that's weird. Jim <laughs> Cornette as a babyface is is foreign to me but, when as but an an what's manager. funny
1: about jim Cornette is when he was doing those uh anti-wbf rants in late in early 98 late 97 when he did that nw angle he was supposed to be a heel but he was getting the most baby-faced reactions like like if, even jim Cornette said and shoots so he's like he's like it was great at first because i was actually speaking my mind but then it was like well then they were telling me what to say and it was like it was worked and then it didn't work because it was forced now it's like they're telling me how to feel about it but it's like like a lot of those shoots were actually him actually shooting and him saying like his honest opinions. Like that's why the CZW ROH feud a few years back when he was there was so easy for him because he actually believed everything he was saying in promo, even though he was working, hey, he believed everything he was saying.
0: Hey Chuck, hey Chuck, AJ, you mean to tell AJ. me you mean to tell me that WWE forces the opinion out of out of people? Don't even no. get me started
1: on that shit. No. Don't even get me started uh, on that shit. <laughs> don't even get me fucking started. The Thunderdome folks out there, the WWE Thunderdome is fucking bullshit. Yep. I think we happened. touched on that
0: in the last episode and I'm too. I'm still you
1: gonna say, I don't care. I will repeat it till because the bear's repeating. The Thunderdome okay. is bullshit. If you go against what they tell you to do, they will boot your ass right out of it, which they did to me because I didn't want to boo Randy Orton because Randy Orton is the best fucking WWE made thing in the last 20 years. No, I own my fucking stance on Randy Orton. Randy Orton is fire for wrestling. Yeah, state of wrestling or not, WWE sucks. WWE doesn't suck. Randy Orton's fantastic. He would never work at half these other promotions, but for WWE, he is perfect.
0: I would have just, you know, uh, booed—not booed, like cheered him on anyway, just because I don't want people telling me how to react. That's what I
1: did, and that's why they booted me. That's exactly what I did, and that's why they booted me.
2: (laughs) So. there's only a guy in here or whatever telling you to boot his guy and shit that's literally
1: what it is it's terrible it's crap
0: so we let's wrap up this episode just yeah what are your my final thoughts are you know we're gonna i'm gonna miss brody lee and what he could have done further in AEW for the business and just it was a i never met the guy i I actually talked to someone who did you know said he was a stand-up guy i've never met i wish i met him but from all the stories you hear in the interviews and the way people talk about him. I just, you know, wrestling just lost one hell of a guy.
1: I could agree with that and I'll second that. Um I'm gonna miss Bordeley too in the ring. I, I liked him as every character, like I always said. I thought yeah. he was very underrated for what he actually brought to the table. He actually was a good big man. He was a great hand in the ring. He was he he was big and intimidating.
0: Ooh. Who was That when you said big man, it reminded me. Did you hear um, Shivani's story and no. Brody? So w- the first time he was he uh, did the interview with Brody Lee, or maybe it was around the time he won the belt, whichever one it was. Brody Lee leaned down to talk to Shivani, and Shivani kind of said to him, "You know, you, you shouldn't have done that because." You you should stand up straight because you're you're the big man. You got you want to look, you big. know, like like a, the big guy, right? And like oh so he what he was saying is let him bring the microphone up to him. Don't bring down to the mic. And that was and he and Brody Lee took that advice to heart. That's actually that.
1: really sage advice for a big guy in wrestling. If I was if I was a pro wrestling announcer, I would be like, there's a guy that size. So like, I'll bring it up to you. You know, yeah. I'll bring them back up to you because it'll look better. It looks better on TV.
0: Yeah. And it's that's
1: 25. what it was. Because also, too, you got to remember, pre-AEW, h- h- how many promos did Luke Harper have in WWE?
2: Not many. If he did
1: really get uh, Here
2: time. and there. Like, yeah, he would have one here and there. It was mostly when he was in the
1: Bludgeon Brothers with Eric Rowan. That was the only yeah. time he really had them.
2: Uh, he talked a bit like
0: when he was that, like, feud with him and Orton. When Orton was manipulating the whole, The Wyatts, break. a little bit, yeah. but
1: yeah. but not even that much. Yeah. But yeah, no, my final thoughts, yeah, that he was a great hand in the ring, he's a good big guy, and he he was a believable big guy, for how they yeah. how he was portrayed on either brand. I wish WWE would have done more of them, but I'm not going to bury WWE for not doing more of them. Yeah. AEW did a lot of great with him. I think you would have seen a lot more great come out. I think with time, he would have been risen up higher on the card. And AEW, he probably would have been really competing for that AEW title because he, he, was, he was definitely like a world champion potential guy on that brand. I mean, I'm not saying he wasn't on WWE, but I'm saying they would have never – he didn't have that right gimmick or that right presence to be the champion, but he was like that guy who would – always enforce a champion OD, but he was good in both roles. Like yeah, he
0: had match with Moxley, man. That match for the
1: title was great. That was one of their both of their best matches I've ever seen. I agree. Both of them. Like like honestly, if they put that same match in WWE, it would have been a stink fest in comparison.
2: Like were, uh, uh, it's yeah. only
1: for one reason why it would have been a comparison. Time constraints would have killed them. Time constraints kills WWE matches forever. And that's one thing we can all agree on love or hate the product. Time constraints definitely yes. really stifle WWE matches.
0: They had, I mean, there was sometimes, I mean, other promotions where they had time constraints, but I mean AEW though they they that. They, how they to do, but
1: they, they But if you know, if you really dissect AEW and you dissect NXT, if you watch them regularly as I do, yeah. there are a lot more actual matches on NXT than there are Dynamite. For like every match that Dynamite has, there's like two NXT matches.
2: Because you get a lot more matches on Dark than you do Dynamite, that's for sure.
1: That's that's what's good about that. And that's, well, AW Smart for doing that. The only thing I don't like about Dark is that I think it's starting to kind of run its course. They need to do something a little different with it. It's a good concept in theory, and I love the concept in theory, but they need to build off it now. Like
0: it's it's a platform for other. I mean, it's a platform for the guys who don't get used on Dynamite though that much. I mean, look like oh, I, I, I agree. No, I and, agree with uh, that. Top flight. Yeah, the only the, I agree
1: with that, but there's there's I feel like there it's missing something. I haven't. I'm not knocking. I'm just saying. I feel like there needs to be something different within it or something I
0: love the whole maybe movie. it's
1: less matches i don't know because I, I mean i love the idea of squash matches but do i really need to watch 15 squash matches yeah, every it's all squash yeah. matches that's my only problem with it it's all squashes like i love the art of squash yeah, matches and it's great but i feel like I, maybe it's just that for me my personal taste that the dark concept with the dark match with the squash matches is kind of running its yeah. course because it's too much of it Yes know, like no. The breaks and make the matches a little more convincing. Like, I get you want to put certain guys over to get them ready for Dynamite, but, like, does it really need to be two hours and 15 matches of it? That's just well, my personal opinion. Look what
0: it did for Cutler, and look what it did for Avalon. Look what it did. I mean, it gives – It does other, do good. No, I
1: agree. It does good. I'm just saying, I think
0: – Sean Spears. It gave Sean Spears more, you know uh, – uh, it gave him a platform. Even Scorpio Sky. Yeah. Look what it did for these guys. Yeah.
2: think she has her own show now on Dark every week now. Yeah.
0: The uh the waiting room.
1: That's interesting. I like it. Uh, yeah. But maybe maybe they need to like balance it out. Like like maybe put more promos on Dark and like put more matches on Dynamite or. Actually, I don't want that because I don't want the matches to be suffered on Dynamite. You know what? I got to think about that. But I but I just feel like something needs to be done a little differently to make it more enticing. Sometimes I'm just like, eh. But that's just me. Um, but
0: I mean, it also was kind of like we're talking about crossovers and stuff. And I mean, hey, look what it did for uh, – oh, what's her name? I uh, think Colin King, you know, was having that match. Uh, what was her name? Under Rosa? So Serena no, Deeb? no, no. Serena Deeb? No. A um, really beautiful, pink-haired uh, wrestler who got the opportunity to go up against Sheeta.
2: Oh, what's her Alex face? Garcia. I know. Alex Garcia? Yeah. Garcia, yeah, Garcia. Yeah, Garcia. That's her name. It's, yeah, gracia. It it's not Garcia, it's Garcia. Yeah, you right. yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, you know what I mean? Like, dark yeah. has its advantages. I mean... It built uh, Pillman even though it was weird how he was doing. A, he was winning more matches on MLW and losing a lot on Dark, but it built him up with this new t- team with Chris Garrison.
1: Well, I think that's what's going to happen with Danny Limelight too, because he's pretty dominant on New Japan Strong, but he's kind of like eh on. He was Dark.
0: very dominant in the last match he just had. I mean, he lost. I think it was. They who did he I
2: lose to? It was uh, Seidel. Uh, like a.
1: Yeah, he just wrestled down That was a good
2: match. Go oh, on Dark every now and then. Like, for example, like every once in a while, even Moxley competes on Dark every once in a blue moon. Like, you, have, you, think, you, ever like, gonna see, you think you ever go see Drew McIntyre at everyone's WWE main event? Hell no.
1: No, it's not going to happen. They did that at first, but then they, like, mixed it.
2: Like, you think you ever going to see Randy Orton ever again on the WWE main event? No. No. You think you ever Unless go-
1: they're recapping what he did on Raw. No.
2: Yeah. Like,
0: like, AEW is not WWE, though. It's not. And I think that's what they're
1: trying to get across. Well, that's the point of it. And I like that, 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 that they're not. I like that. It's, it's an alternative, and that's what it needs to be. That's what we need in the States is we need a strong, valuable alternative to WWE. I think it's good for business that AEW is doing as good as it is. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I think the AEW is miles better WWE because that's not the truth. But it's great that if you don't want to watch WWE or you're kind of tired of that product, Oh, look, okay, uh-huh. AEW's doing pretty good stuff. Let's watch that for a little bit. We know it's going to to be later.
2: I'll say this Even right now. So it's not 2001 anymore, where WWE is the only ticket in town. Now you got other stuff to watch.
0: And I think on that note, because isn't the next, is our next episode, and we'll do this live, is our next episode going to be more crossovers, or are we going to talk about the underutilized? Where do we go next?
1: I think we're kind of already in the discussion of crossovers. I think we should uh, touch with the crossovers.
0: So we're going to call it. Uh, – I'm going to – I mean, if you, if you guys are cool with it, I'm going to put the pin in it, and we're going to go – we're going to just say, hey, uh, for me, I'm going to say, rest in peace, Brody Lee, and
2: you guys.
1: I'm rest in peace, brother. Brody.
2: Rest in peace Brody and all the other great superstars we lost in 2020.
1: Rest in peace all right. to all of them. It's been a tough year for it was a tough year last year. A lot of wrestling deaths. Rest in peace to all the talent we lost in 2020. Um, rest in peace Brody Lee. Your memory will go on forever. I will be watching your matches and segments until the end of time.
0: Yeah. Rest in peace. No. And
2: right. The final thing I want and the final thing I want to personally say is just one of the subject of all the um, great talent we lost in um, 2020. You know, one thing that we have to really stop is the internet bullying. You know, Kimura, she would still be with us today if it was not for internet bullying. When is it going to stop? When is it going to stop? No, like, here. It oh. now it's true. If like people if we, are blue, saying, I thought you it It's yeah. got to stop. Like, that poor woman should be still here today, you know, like, entertaining. Fancy, she she's not here because a bunch of trolls wanted to bully them. Oh, you're talking about uh, Hannah. Yep. Yes, that's disgusting. Like, losing, yeah. losing their lives over COVID is just something like, you know, it sucks for you, you know, you can't do nothing about that. Health issues happen to people, but people should not be losing their lives over internet trolls.
1: Definitely
2: not. Internet,
0: internet trolls, you know, the best advice is internet
2: trolls get a damn life. And stop worrying about everyone else's. It's exactly, that we lost such a um, young, promising competitor over there. It's inexcusable. Like, when is enough going to be enough? And and I just wanted to touch up. I just wanted to touch on that since we were talking about people we lost last year. I just wanted to touch it. That's one person we should not have lost last year.
0: I
1: agree. Yeah, I know. I would, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that. Yeah, it was messed up. The whole thing. Bullying needs to stop. It's it's screwed up. People. Here's a problem with social media and the internet. It gives everybody a voice, and you realize how self-obsessed and how self-important people feel they need to be.
0: There's
1: no need for it. No, it's not, and that's the point.
0: They gotta fucking remember that.
1: They don't. They 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 think that it's they it's their platform to voice their opinion, and now it's like they think everybody's just gonna listen and be like, oh hey, but no, absolutely not. (sighs) On that note, guys, I'm ready to stick a pin in it. Rest in peace, Brody Lee. Rest, in, Rest peace. in
0: peace. Brody Lee. You can catch these episodes just like our last one, our first one, the, last, the first inaugural one and the last one of 2020. This is the first one of 2021. You can catch us on the YouTube, and we're going to post this on Facebook uh, pages. We're probably going to eventually have our own
2: Facebook page. Yes,
1: probably. around to so, that. Keep Attention your eyes
2: and ears peeled, peeps. All right, fellas, you know, this has been a good show. I, I bid you good night.
0: All right. Uh, adieu, good night, and I'm not going to rip off Kenny Omega like last week, but uh, I'll just say my piece is later.
1: Later. Rest in peace, Brody Lee. Later.